Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and thanks for tuning in to Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. And so welcome back. We have our love panel. So first, before we get started, let me just sort of give you a little bit of my background, just in case you don't know or don't remember. I run a thriving private practice right outside of Chicago, Illinois, where we do everything from um, individual therapy, relationship coping, um, medication management, and just overall life management stuff here. So, Darren, what do you do? My background is in corporate America. And here in the world of associates, I focus on resume consults, life coaching, and mock interviews. Absolutely. So we have our panel of love experts tonight. So tonight you don't just get Darren and I. You get, like, four love experts, meaning they're in the trenches of, like, making it happen or not making it happen, whatever end you whatever end you find yourself on. We've got someone on the panel that's in between the lines there for you. So we've got some questions here, but definitely if you have questions for us tonight, call in to 323-693-3835. Again, 323-693-3835. And um, if you do have a question, don't forget to press the, the number two key, is yeah. it? And then it will give us a question mark on the left hand of our screen, and we will identify you by the last four numbers of your telephone number. Um, so, Darren. Yeah, let's introduce our panel, okay? First off, we have Jason back from last week, so welcome back, Jason. Jason, Bob Carpenter is a man. Yes, yes, yes. And just a reminder, Jason's 42 years old. He's an administration advisor, admissions advisor. He's also single, okay? We also have Renee. She is 53 years old. She's a financial analyst, and she is married, okay? So she's the married one on the panel, okay? We also have Mike. He's 40 years old. He's an engineer and single. And we have V. She is 44 years old, a loan officer, and she's also single, okay? So welcome, everybody, to the panel. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. So I'm just probably going to break into the questions since we have our experts here, and we've got so many questions to go through and not a lot of time. So I'm just going to call, read out the questions, and you guys jump in where you're ready to jump in. Let me say this, though, before we get started. Our advice with caution, it's like when I put in the directions on my phone, I don't just follow it blindly. If I feel like I'm getting lost, I just kind of go the way that I know. So if you're hearing information tonight, remember that when we get questions from people, we don't know the full story, the full background, what's going on with you guys. So if, you're, if there's something we're not answering correctly, in your opinion, or you need more detail, then call the office. We'll be glad to set you up with a clinician that can help you find your way. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. So first question. Let me just say why the first question is so interesting, because I hear so many people saying that they're comfortable with their bodies, they're comfortable in their own skin. They're open to love. And then you start dating, and then you have to sort of count on fingers and toes how many people you have loved, and that could be an issue. But let's read the question. It says, I'm 30 years old and starting a fresh new life. In the past, I was pretty open sexually and didn't have a problem being intimate with many partners. I want to be honest with my current boyfriend, but I'm not sure if I should tell him how many sexual partners I have had in the past, especially since I'm starting a new chapter in my life. What does the panel suggest that I do? Okay, I'll go last. So who wants to start first with that question? I'll start. All right, go, go ahead. ahead. Don't tell. <laughs> Don't tell. Don't tell. Okay. Because there is a, there is a uh, double standard to that. Okay. So 
I mean, you you just you just have to don't tell. Just like, okay. You know, <laughs> okay. That's because she's a woman. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, because there is a double standard between men and women. Well, 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 there is a double standard between the two. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Anybody else have anything on that? I agree with you. I, as a female, um, I feel that honesty is always the best policy. I would never ask anyone how many partners they had, so I don't even know if it should be a conversation that comes up, but if it does, I would tell the truth. Okay. Okay. Renee, okay. you have anything to add on that? I would agree with Mike. I I don't think that there has to be an in-depth, you know, discussion about it um, because that can change a person's opinion, mm-hmm. you know. However, with that being said, make sure you get yourself checked to uh-huh. make sure that you're healthy. Right. Okay. Jason, any comments? Yeah, I agree with everything that's been said uh, to kind of feed off of what Mike said, no matter what number you give, if, if the woman said two, two, <laughs> it's never, you know, unless she's a virgin, it's never going to answer. It's never a good answer. Exactly. Also, that being said, I agree with B. You should definitely be honest. So if it comes up, if he asks you, either don't answer the question, don't, you don't feel comfortable answering it, or answer it honestly. Okay. And that choice is yours. So when I do urine drug screens at the office and people refuse, I automatically think they're dirty. So if someone says I'm not going to answer that question, I automatically think you have 50 sex partners, even if it's five. I mean, that's just who I am. I think the second thing is if you lie, you will get found out. How do I know? You don't know who people know. I went to my husband's 25th um, high school reunion and bumped into a homegirl. We were hugging. Hey, what's up? Clapping hands, everything. So let's say you don't tell the truth, and then you bump into some dude, and he's in the restroom with your guy, he's like, you know, I hit that. You liking that? And he comes up. And then you tell him, oh, just one guy, but it was, you know, I, I didn't want to or whatever. It's going to come out. So if it's 50 people, I mean, I might divide by 10 and just be like, you know, roughly, you know, roughly a few. Or I might say, you know, tell me why you want to know. But I still think it's going to come out. So I feel like let it be known. And I cannot tell you the amount of times I've gotten inboxes on my Facebook about, oh, I went to high school with your husband, blah, blah, blah. I mean, so I feel like if you don't tell, it will eventually come out. And now not only do you look kind of skanky because of the double standard, now you look like a liar. Now you didn't tell me that you did everybody on the West Coast, and now I'm at a party and I find out that you did. So I say, you know, do the Kim K thing. Just tell the truth. I've been with all of the ladies. So So, to your point, though, if you're honest and, of course, okay, I can deal with that. At least you're being honest with me. I asked the question. You answered. You chose to answer the question. You answered it honestly. We can go ahead and move on. Right. Versus if they don't tell the truth when you ask the question. Right. Now, not only did you not tell me the truth, and you had multiple points. So there's two things going against the person at that point. Absolutely. I think the yeah. other thing is Jason made a very good point. If you're not a virgin, we know you had at least one partner, right? Sure. And then past a certain age, I mean, not that everybody's out there, right. but people come with references. I mean, you right. have to have some past relationships. You right. just. I'm just showing up. For, I mean, that. what's the movie where the girl is a virgin and she's letting them tie up and whip her? What is that movie? Fifty Shades of Grey. That's like the one girl on the planet that's like interplanetary. Everybody else, you kind of know people are coming with references. 
So that's just my opinion. So the second question says, I've been married and divorced three times. I really just think I've been picking the wrong people. Any suggestions on the best way for me to pick a mate? Anybody? Do exactly opposite of what you've been doing. Okay. I mean, sometimes we go with what's comfortable and not what's always the right thing. And so whatever you've been doing, if, if he's tall, try short. You know, if he's, you know, college educated, try high school educated. Just try something different because you're going to something that's probably not right for you. Okay. 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 Anybody else? Interesting book I read, Irritating the Ones You Love. Uh, the title may sound a little off-putting, but to make a long story short, the book, one of the principles or concepts in the book is that we all have a tendency to date and pattern. And typically, there are similarities that you may not be aware of between the people that you are dating. Sure. Given that you've been divorced a number of times, there may be some pattern that is consistent, that you're unaware of, beyond just how they look, how they are, how they interact with you, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So I would strongly suggest taking some time really to review kind of your past relationships, though, mm -hmm. while they didn't work out. Mm -hmm. But also, can you see any patterns of similarity? Mm -hmm. and, and the idea would be to avoid those patterns, right? Mm -hmm. So similar to what B said, to do something different. Absolutely. I would, re would you recommend, Dr. they would see somebody, maybe see a counselor and say, okay, because you talk about three different marriages, not three just dating, but three commitments at the altar, the family, the mom and daddy came there, mm -hmm. I do. So you three times you made a commitment that this is going to be a lifelong part and that didn't work out. We may need to get some help because you may not be able to, like you've talked about, Jason, you may not be able to see what the pattern is. You know what? I need to talk to somebody. Can you help me see where, where I'm missing? Where am I going wrong? Because I don't want to have another fourth divorce. I want to, the next time I get with somebody, I want to be successful. So I may need to get some help. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say. Four window panes, right? Things you know about yourself that everybody knows, things you know about yourself that nobody knows, things that other people know about you, and then there's that stuff that you don't know and nobody else may know. So I suggest you go around and figure out, Interview people that know you very well and ask them, what's, what, is, what am I like? How would you describe me? If you were given some um, things about me out there, what would you say, number one? Number two, are you the right person? Are you dating through your weaknesses? Maybe your mom called you ugly, so you, you're always thinking something's wrong, so you have low self-esteem, so that comes through when you're dating. Um, number two, okay, this is going to sound rude. Stop dating for a solid year. Mm -hmm. Just stop because you're making mistakes, like left and right. And each relationship leaves us with positives, but each relationship leaves us with negatives. And if you're broken going into your fourth marriage, it's going to end. Just simply, it's going to end. The other thing is you may be the marrying type. I'm a, I'm a church girl, so when my pastor would call for us to come down to the altar to join the church, I joined every like every week for like 10 years. And one day, too, I was like, listen, you gave your life to the Lord. Sit down. Um, and maybe you're the type. I had a friend that every guy she was dating, I'm going to marry him next week. Um, this is the guy. Um, this is the one. I, I knew it when I first saw him in the room. I knew it when I saw him at the club. I knew it when I saw him at the bar, wherever you met him. You may be the marrying type. Maybe you just really want to be in love, and that's blinding you. So read the book, Irritating the Ones You Love. Stop dating for a year. This is the hardest thing. When I tell people to stop dating for a year, it makes them want to choke. But stop dating for a year. Slow down so you can speed up and get yourself right. That would be my thought. Let me ask you a follow-up question. You talk about talking to people who know you. 
about what they may see in you that you may not be aware of. In that situation with the three divorces, would you recommend them talking to a friend of the opposite sex or friends of the same gender? If it makes a difference, it makes a difference or not. Just non-liar, just our friends okay. that are going to tell you the truth. I don't know what gender matters because, like, maybe your mom can see your love pattern and you can't. Maybe a guy will. But I mean, but I feel like there's something wrong, not necessarily with you, but the way that you're picking people. And then if you, now I'm I'm old-fashioned. If you're the female and you're picking the man. That's part of the problem. Like, if you're pursuing him, it may be that he really didn't want you, but he said yes because, he, you know, he's looking for other options, but he'll get with you while while he finds the right option. Sure. So, anybody want to piggyback anything on that? Okay. Um, okay, next question. Suddenly my husband has started to be distant from me, taking secret calls, <laughs> locking his phone. I think these are signs of cheating, but when I ask, he says no. Is there a way to figure out the truth without interrogating him? I'm answer is real quick. <laughs> private investigator. Um, if you think Fred is cheating, he's probably cheating. That's just my opinion. I don't think people are usually wrong about that, unless you're generally paranoid. I think if you have a gut, usually my gut is right about this kind of stuff. So if your gut is right about it, trust your gut. But if you need extra evidence, private eye, private eye. And I, I would tell anybody that's worth the fee, get your pictures and move on. Okay. Darren, any thoughts? You know, to me, that's, I do believe that is a red, a red flag where you can't access a person's phone or anything like that, especially, you know, marriage, serious date, you know, what's the problem? What if they work for the CIA? Let me just say this. If no, you, and you don't are know operative, that. yes. And they don't know that. What's their dad do for a living? What's their dad do? That's true. I don't really so you know. know. <laughs> so maybe they work for the FBI or the CIA. I mean, it could be possible. Okay, what if they just have McDonald's? Then no, they cheat. No. <laughs> I don't know. I could be wrong. Anybody think that he's like protecting his HIPAA stuff or something? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's protecting his certain. Right, he's probably consults the president. Right. Now let me just say this: if if this is happening suddenly, something's going on. Go ahead, Jason. I would agree with that. If it's happening suddenly, something may be going on. Mm-hmm. Him having his phone locked. I just had a. Very interesting debate with four other men about this. Um, some men are different with other men than they are with women, right? So a group of men may have a group chat where they're discussing things, they're using certain language that they would never use around their significant other. Um, hence, they lock their phone. They don't want you going through their phone, group chat, whatever. That being said, I do believe in hunches and gut feelings. Mm-hmm. I do believe that you should investigate them as you think necessary or see fit. But that being said, don't just take the sign of him locking his phone as a definitive sign that he's cheating. Get a private investigator. <laughs> I, I mean, I sort of feel like suddenly locking your phone, I mean, th- this is a sign that something has changed. Jason is right. It may not be cheating. Maybe he just got a bad diagnosis and he doesn't want you to find out. I don't know. But it it at least warrants a conversation to find out what's going on. On the other hand, I feel like I am not a private eye, so I never search my husband's phone, although I know his lock code. Do you know what I mean? I don't search the phone because I feel like if if I have to resort to searching, I've already got an issue, and I don't want to stay through that kind of an issue. That's my feeling about searching, searching phones. If I've got to search, we already have a problem. So, there, should, should men unlock their phones? I, I'll say it, especially in marriage, I don't have a problem with, with my wife going through my phone. I have nothing to hide. 
you know, here's my password, my phone access. Anytime you can go through it, there's nothing to hide. There's nothing that I'm doing that you cannot be aware of. But I don't like you on my Facebook. Well, I'll get in there anyway. Right. I don't like it, though. I mean, like, I feel like, no. So there's certain things I feel like are private. I feel like my Facebook is private. My girls might be wanting to send me something about what's going on. I'm going to scroll through this to make sure. Okay, side note to my friend girls. If you're sending me some some inappropriate stuff. I'm going to find out. Right. Right, right. Okay, all right, I'll move it up after that. Okay, next question says, I have stayed with my wife after she has admitted to an affair. However, I don't trust her. More than that, I'm disgusted with her, and I can't seem to get over it. Even though I love her, I'm having trouble staying in the moment with her. Any suggestions on how to move past this issue? I would say counseling. Mm -hmm. Counseling, because if he can't seem to get past it, there's more to it. And maybe you need outside intervention to get the conversation started. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that would be the the most appropriate action. Right. Because um, forgiveness is a real huge portion of this. Mm -hmm. And if you cannot find a way to forgive, maybe you might need some help in getting to forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good Good stuff, yeah. Anybody else? I agree. Okay. Counselor, I don't see... I know a lot of men, and a significant number of them would have difficulties with that. Yeah. So that's definitely a situation where I'll agree once you speak out. Yeah. It's not an easy situation to deal with. You know, like you mentioned, see the counseling because, like you said, it could be something else deeper into that. And maybe it's something, that, you know what, I just can't get past this. You know, even though I can forgive her, but I, I, don't, I can't build all that loving, trusted feeling back. I can forgive you, but I can't forget I can't get back to that. You're the one I want to come home to at nighttime. You're the one I always want to be with, the love of my wife, the love of my life. I can't get back to that situation, and that may be the case. Yeah. But also, I mean, um, how would you, well, wrong, well, what's not, you built in a day, however, when it was built, it it only takes a sense that that died in my mind to destroy it. Right. Sure. And so when, when, and so when, and so when and so when when it's destroyed, it's harder to bring it back. And so when and so that's going to take time for it to come back. Right. Yes. So. So 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 and so she's got she your 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 wife is going. I mean, your wife, your girlfriend is going to have to put some time in it and, you know, for it to build back, 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 because it didn't go go down by itself and you're trying to build it back yourself. It's not going to work. It's going to take the both of you to build it back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I would also say it may not just, it may, it may not be simply forgiveness, right? So the woman cheating on him, may set off some insecurities that he has. So now, all of a sudden, questioning in his mind other things about his own personal insecurities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he may choose to engage in other activities to smooth out those insecurities. Right. Mm-hmm. So that being said, it, there could be a number of things that are happening. That, it's complex. Absolutely. I strongly suggest counseling. Well, you know I'm going to suggest counseling, right? <laughs> but that's what I do. Um, but let me say this, that you have to 
look at your complicity in the affair. What do I mean by that? I think people cheat because they want to cheat. I don't think you can cause a person to cheat. But there are certainly things you can do to set the stage to make it easier. So those insecurities may be the things that probably could have caused or helped to aid in the situation. The other thing is if I've at least 100 men that have stayed with their wives after affairs tell me, Dr. No, I cannot have sex with her. When I look at her and I realize somebody else was, was inside of my wife, I can't manage that situation. And so that's a big deal. And a lot of times men get caught up in the situation of, then I'm going to go cheat to prove a point to her. I can let you, I can, I'll let you know that somebody thinks that what you thought was nothing is something. You know what I mean? Sure. I think the other thing is not looking like a punk. Women a lot of times say, oh, my man cheated or whatever. But if a man tells his group of guys that his wife cheated and he stayed and he stayed, it'll never be another barbecue where he won't get ridiculed. I mean, sure. that's just kind of what I'm thinking. I, I don't see I don't see men. Jason, <laughs> that's for real. If you tell your no, guys at the workout center. You will get joked on. You, right. yeah. I mean, because your man, you know, because your man who's around your boys is done. You're done. So don't tell your boys. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, so, but, here, but here's the issue, though. Then what do they do with that? So, yes, you do therapy, but then the other thing that always happens is people say to me, Dr. Well, that's one hour a week. Who do I talk to when I'm not there? Get a diary, mm-hmm. write it down. But I, I, but I would caution about getting other people involved in the situation. Yeah. Too many people are. Let me go tell my best friend. Tell mm-hmm. that my Please don't tell your mama. Exactly. Tell your mama. Because <laughs> Thanksgiving you do, to me awkward. <laughs> because if you do get back together and you do mend that relationship, not everybody else feels funny about it. And they know that it's inside information. But, like, anything else goes on in the future. If five, down the year, five years down the road, remember she cheated on you. You know, that can mm-hmm. always constantly bring it up. So don't go telling everybody about the situation. That's what I call the relationship bubble. Like you protect your bubble, you your, you and your spouse or partner from drama by not letting everybody know. You can forgive, mm-hmm. but it's harder for, to forgive when there's an audience that understands a bigger situation than what you need them to know. I mean, so I think you have to get some therapy with that. Ask yourself, why did you stay? You obviously love her because you stayed. You had an opportunity to leave and you didn't. Um, is she a serial cheater or was that like, did she slip and bump her head? I mean, Penises don't fall into your wife, but how did that happen? How did that occur if this situation went down? So just go back to your boys. Don't tell your boys because most of the time when you win a a bunch of guys, somebody is a dog, right? One of your friends is a dog. Right. And he finds out your wife is a cheater. I mean, she's about to get some of that.
So I'm assuming that's your overall objective is to improve your sex life. That makes a lot of sense. I had not thought about that. That's a a very good way of looking at it. Very good way of looking at it. Anybody else? I would say gently with compassion. And it's um, basically you can guide him into what you like. Mm -hmm. You know, that way it's not necessarily a hard sell. It's kind of something gentle. Mm -hmm. And it's not ego bruising. It's just saying, hey, can we try this? I really like it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes, and for me, I would love for a woman to say, yes, this is what I would do. <laughs> do it just yes. like this, right there. Yes, yes, so both men will be okay. <laughs> Any other thoughts? I agree. You just uh, just tell them what to do, and usually they follow along with direction. So you don't necessarily have to say, Oh, you know, I just I can't be faking. So, would you say with that face be? I, I've been faking. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, you don't want to be that honest. Right. So definitely, uh, just let them know which route to go, and, and I'm sure they'll oblige. I do. I do think you have to take in mind the self-image of your husband. You know what I mean? Because every every male is different, right? They say, yeah, I don't mind you telling me. Some guys like, I don't want to be, you know, that that you just jump by telling them that could bruise their ego. That I need to be told. So you have to keep in mind what we're saying and know your specific situation with your husband, his self-image, the time, you know, what else is going on in his life. You know, he had struggles at work, getting demotions at work, so he's getting slapped around there, then you want another slap down there. So kind of keep in mind all these things when you have these type of conversations. I'm laughing, but look, stop faking, girl. Look, <laughs> um, stop all that faking. If you're not being satisfied, I, I don't do faking. I'm going to tell you that right now. Don't do it. Don't fake. I wouldn't Here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a talker. I say, say, hey, can we talk for a second? And I know that people say men hate to hear that. But the bottom line is during sex, don't say this ain't working. I mean, that's a bad move. But I would say I agree with um, what Renee was saying. If you have a way to sort of gently through the back door approach, say, let's 